to MoneyPod, a podcast brought to you by Coach Chris. If you work hard and earn a good income, but find that your week lasts longer than your money, then this podcast is for you. Or if you feel like you earn a reasonable income, but you don't seem to be getting anywhere financially, this podcast is also for you. We will be talking about all things money, that very necessary part of life that so often tries to control us so that we end up living from pay to pay and abandon what we once dreamed of. I want to be able to help you take back control so that you decide where your money goes and you feel confident to step off the treadmill of earning and spending and step into a wide world of choices. Well, today's podcast is all about protecting those savings from that bungee cord. My goodness, what do I mean by that? Well, have you ever experienced getting all excited and motivated about saving? And as soon as you get paid, you put some money away into your savings account and then an unexpected expense comes along and you feel that you need to pull it back again? Don't be too hard on yourself. It's happened to all of us. Just like anything new that you embark on, it takes time to practice and practice makes perfect. But what I don't want to see happen is that you'll fall prey to the habits of bungee cord saving. I call it that because it's just like a bungee cord being stretched to the max, furthest away from where it started, only to have it retract and end up back where it started. Some people get into the habit of putting money away for savings, fully knowing that they will take those savings back again before their next payday. And that's a bad habit to get into. So before you fall victim victim to the old bungee cord saving, I thought I would help you along by giving you some tips to keep your savings in your savings account and growing so that you can have the great pleasure of affording the things that you want to save for. So I've come up with 10 tips and I'm going to share them with you. Tip number one, look, you really need to know what what you're being paid, not just imagining it. You might find this sounds really crazy, but I've met people who do not know how much money goes from their employer into their bank account every week, fortnight or month. Sometimes those amounts will change depending on whether you do on call, bonus rates. Sometimes if you work up in the mines, you'll have a great big pay week, a smaller next fortnight and an even smaller next fortnight. So you really do need to know exactly the amount of money that's coming into your bank account every pay. Tip number two, you really need to know what your expenses are. How much do you pay in electricity, gas, water, rates, etc.? All of those things. How much do you pay in rent or mortgage? If you have debts, what are your loan repayments? All of those things are your fixed expenses and you need to know how much of your wage is going to be spent on paying for those things or saving for them because sometimes your bills will come in quarterly and it's a good idea to add all those quarters up and divide them by how many pays you have and then you can put some money away into a special bill account. Tip number three, you really need to know what you have available for food and fuel and you need to be realistic. This may take a few shots of getting it right, especially if you've not been used to tracking your spending. You may not have noticed how many times you actually go to the grocery store and you are therefore imagining that the amount you spend is only for your weekly major shop on a Saturday, for instance. It really is very interesting that when you start tracking your spending, you notice, 
I've been to the grocery store every night this week and actually I went twice on Saturday. It can be shocking. So please be realistic. Resist the temptation to go every night. Sometimes I think you often find that you will save a lot more if you go once a week or maybe twice a week at the most. Anyway, be realistic. Tip number four. After you have worked out all of that, you will see what you have available to save or to spend on lifestyle. And it's from this portion that I would suggest that you start saving. So that leads us to tip number five. You need to make your savings a little more difficult to get to. By that I mean you could open a bank account, maybe an online savings account that is not part of your regular bank. That way it can be out of sight and out of mind and you don't easily see all of your savings money starting to mount up. If you can organise an account that can only operate if you transfer your funds back into your main account, it makes it harder to get at. And so if you can have something where there's no direct transfers to different online retail outlets or no ATM cards and no debit visa cards attached to it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to use. And that's a really great way of protecting your savings. Tip number six. I cannot stress enough the importance of a savings goal. You really need to think about what it is that you'd like to do with all those savings. Start small because if you start too big, it might feel like it takes too long to achieve anything. So start small and as you achieve, you can start to make your goals bigger and bigger or split your savings into short-term goals, which are smaller goals and long-term goals, which are bigger. And as you reach them, you'll gain the momentum you need to keep going. Tip number seven, consider having an amount sent directly to your chosen savings account before you get paid. Some of our pay officers will do that for you. In that way, you'll see it as a deduction and not part of your wage. So it never was available to spend in the first place. And you'll notice your savings add up very quickly that way. Tip number eight, if you feel that you would like to save more than you feel you can, consider negotiating things like your insurances. We can all save money if we negotiate those every year. Your energy bills, Get rid of unused subscriptions. Reduce the amount you spend on alcohol. If you smoke, try and quit smoking. That will save you a lot of money. Consider joining a library and get free audio books, e-books and magazines. If you haven't been to your library recently, you'll be amazed just what is available there. Turn off your PowerPoints at the wall and watch your energy bills reduce. Turn your lights off in the evening and have a beautiful lamp that can light up your evening instead of the, all those down lights. If you're a big spender on clothing, consider taking up op shopping. If you go to the stores nearest the nicer parts of town, you can pick up some really good quality clothing bargains. And another really good one is to learn to cook and you'll save so much money on takeaway food or pre-prepared food and you know what it's going to taste so much better too so all of those tips in tip number eight they have the potential to save you some considerable dollars so make sure that you send whatever it is that you're saving right across to your savings account so it doesn't go missing elsewhere tip number nine if you use cash consider putting all of your use loose change in a jar at the end of the day and watch those savings grow and tip number 10, consider having one of those bank accounts that round up your purchases. I don't know if you know that they actually exist, but they do. So let's say that you spend $26.99 on something. 
what the bank automatically do is that they would say well you've spent $30 and they would send $3.01 off to your savings account you need to check that out see whether your bank does it it's a good one that one as you start thinking of ways to save it will get easier and as you see your savings grow you'll start to get excited about being able to afford that new item of furniture or that holiday or that really great pair of designer shoes savings really is one way to gain control of your money and as you do it will empower you to do far more with it than you ever thought was possible so why not get started today have a really good look at that have a look at those tips if you can't remember them, just simply send me an email at podcast at coachchris.com.au and I'll send you out the list and um, or listen to the podcast again, whichever. Look, I'd really love to hear your savings tips because I'm sure you can think of far more than what I've just said. And so please leave a comment or write to me on Facebook or send me an email whatever that is but it's been really great to chat I hope that I have inspired you and I'll talk to you again real soon well there you have it I hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast and remember if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast please email me at podcast at coachchris.com.au I'd love to be able to help you move forward financially And, of course, if after listening to this podcast you feel like you need one-on-one help from one of our personal financial coaches, then please visit us at coachchris.com.au. We would love to be able to connect you with the coach that is just right for you.